Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to our guest segment. We're excited to have him back with us on the broadcast. His name is Justin Fall. He and his brother worked together to put together these incredible films, and his new film is called Higher Entities, The Lost Tapes. Uh, Justin, good to have you back with us, sir. Hey, Jim. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, I really loved... uh, I didn't get to see the whole film, but I did watch the trailer. And so what I thought we could do, if it's okay with you, I have the audio of the trailer. And the audio by itself is incredible without the visual. But I want to tell people you can go on YouTube and Vimeo and you can find the full trailer and watch it. Uh, can we play that? Is that all right if I do that before we get started? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Here, all right. Here we go. They came up with some type of a of an agreement. It was like a treaty, basically. Uh, some type of an agreement between the American government and this what they were deeming to be an alien race. I was aware that we had made a deal that uh, we would give them infrastructure, hiding places, labs, you know, out of the, the human sight. I've been let privy to things that these people would be killed for if I named them. It was not only unethical and immoral, but that it was a program that was really connected with the demonic, uh, with satanic forces. So the Collins elite start to get this information, to start arguing to the point where no, no, no. These, these things, these beings have been summoned demonically through satanic ritual, but there's not a lot of people listening. These guys with the resources that the U.S. government has should have known that. They had access to people who could have told them that. So the question to ask is why did they come up with the conclusion they did? Finally, Los Alamos called her and they said he died in a tragic accident, the details of which cannot be reviewed and the body cannot be recovered. And that's why I'm telling you, be careful how hard you push, how far you push. He has witnessed the 10-foot giants and referred to themselves as the Nephilim, said that they were preparing for an intergalactic war with God, and they believed that they were going to win. This goes back to the beginning of civilization. Higher entities have been controlling and manipulating the governments of mankind. There's no evidence that this has stopped. Wow, that is incredible. A fantastic job on that trailer. Uh, I was watching the trailer today. I was, I was at Starbucks doing my show prep, and I, I, was, I, just, I was captivated. And then I, I started you know, doing a little bit of uh, Googling and looking around and uh, reading a little bit about this uh, documentary and this 
the federal, this unofficial group inside the federal government called the Collins Elite. Um, man, this is like uh, you're going into some areas. Uh, we have a lot of people on the show here talking about Bible prophecy and UFOs, but I'm not familiar with any of this. So, uh, man, where do you want to start? Oh wow! You know, there's uh, there's probably not one place that would be best to start. It's all really good. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you, you so about the, let me ask you about the Nephilim because I always get confused. Uh, the Nephilim, I know that's a big part of your uh, of your video. Uh, some people say the Nephilim are the result of the offspring between fallen angels and uh, you know um, human women. But then other people say the Nephilim are the fallen angels. Um, and, and then they also, you know, there's also this talk about the Nephilim being the giants that are talked about in Genesis. And, for example, uh, you're using the example of Goliath. Uh, and, of course, our friend L.A. Marzulli, he's traveled all over the world finding these giant skeletal remains. And he talks about the Nephilim. So for those not familiar with the Nephilim, tell us your view on it and, and who these entities are. I, I think the easiest uh, way to break this down, Jim, is just to, to go back to Genesis six. And uh, just to use basic terms, we've got this, uh, this hybrid group of entities that were created, you know, the, such as like the Goliath, uh, you know, King Og and, uh, you know, these different, these different giants that we see in the Bible. And they were obviously uh, just taking the text, at face value, they were the offspring of fallen angels and women. Now, a lot of people have a hard time with that, um, but it's my personal belief that the fallen angels uh, took on the form of man, as uh, you know, we're told in the New Testament to you know be careful how we treat strangers because we could be entertaining an angel unaware. So we know that angels can take on the form of a human being, and so it's my belief that they did, in fact, take on the form of man uh, in that they were able to simulate every part of the human body, and I think that's probably the most realistic scenario for how that came about. But they grew to be very large in size, and it's very commonly believed that the alien agenda today, you know, they're now being called aliens, the fallen angels, uh, their agenda, they've changed up some of their operating procedures to where they're now abducting people, doing all manner of uh, technology-based, uh, what we would just call insemination. Uh, am I allowed to even say that? I don't, I don't know if that's like a little, a little crude for the radio. I don't know. Uh, no, you can believe... say it because, yeah, we, I, I stream now over the Internet live, and then this becomes a podcast that goes wildly viral after we put it online. But we uh, dumped the radio network because of all the commercials. So we are now commercial-free and, and stream, and so we don't have to worry about all that. We could even say bad words if we wanted to, but we're not going to do that. But, You can go into whatever detail you want here. What we're dealing with is the same scenario, uh, the, the, same, the same good guys and bad guys. Let's just put it like that. It's the same good guys and the same bad guys uh, as we're dealing with in the Old Testament. Now, Genesis chapter 3, we have this, this thing called the seed war that gets prophesied. There's going to be enmity between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. We fast forward into biblical prophecy. We find out that Jesus is the seed of the woman, and the seed of the serpent is 
very clearly uh, began to be created in Genesis chapter six, the seed of the serpent would be uh, what we call the Nephilim. And, 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 you know, I didn't want to dance around that too much. Uh, there are different views. Some people believe that the Nephilim are the, the hybrid offspring. Some believe they are the fallen angels. Uh, and then you have like the Rephaim. I mean, there's a whole lot of uh, categories that people break this stuff down in historically, but I just wanted to give kind of the easy basic version. Fallen angels took wives of humans. They had offspring that were not fully human and they were not fully angel. And it's the same thing going on today, except their means of operation have changed slightly. That's kind of like other, the, the nutshell version. Other than being incredibly uh, great clickbait, <laughs> you got to tell me what the title means because higher entities, the lost tapes. I mean, who wouldn't want to click on that just to see what it is? But tell me what that means. What what does that mean? Well, when you're dealing with the New Age movement, I'll just use that as kind of a blanket statement. You've got these these entities that people are constantly making – connections with you know people have spirit guides and uh they use the term higher entities and that's basically uh the pantheon if you will or not, maybe not even a pantheon but just a there's an echelon you know there, there's a ranking of spiritual entities and at the top of that you're dealing with the ones in charge so the higher entities would be the ones who are in control of the lower entities uh and we see this throughout witchcraft we see this in voodoo and in the new age movement Uh, The higher entities control the lesser entities. And uh, just to give a little bit of biblical reference for this, because a lot of people want to know what the Bible says. You know, well, what is how how would the Bible break this down? And we're told that when a demon gets cast out of a man, if if the man is uh, if his body, you know, his house, if his house is not cleaned and things aren't uh, if things aren't done the right way, I'm just going to say it like that. If things aren't done the right way. Uh, the Bible says that uh, that demon will come back with seven more wicked than himself, and it says that the state of that man is worse than he was in the beginning. And so we know that there are demons that are more wicked and more powerful and more savage than some other demons might be. Now, they're all evil and wicked, but the New Testament outlines this idea that there is a hierarchy. Some are more wicked. Some are more powerful. Uh, and then you have Paul who talks about the principalities uh, in the book of Ephesians. So when the, the higher entities title came to mind, it was dealing with these high entities that are projecting themselves as aliens. They're in communication with the governments of the world. They're in communication uh, with the entertainment industry heads, the music industry heads, uh, and so on and so forth. I mean, these are the higher entities. The same higher entities, some of the same ones that were operating in the Old Testament at the highest levels. Now, let me say this really quick. There are entities in the Old Testament that are chained right now, and they're awaiting judgment. Um, Some of them, we we read about this in the book of Jude. But there are others that were not doing the sexual sin who are still operating today on this earth. And so this film kind of dives into this idea that we have records in American government. American politics, we have records of government entity relations or government alien relations, if you care to use that term. Now, Lost Tapes, why do we call it the Lost Tapes? Because we did this film in a very uh, different format than our other two films. We did this film in a, in a way to where it was almost like some Lost Tapes uh, with a really retro 80s feel um, 
we got interviews with people. Uh, one guy in particular, Ray Boucher. Uh, this could possibly be his only film interview and his only one ever, you know, moving forward into the future. He's a guy that doesn't like to talk publicly. He was contacted by the Department of Defense, and he met with him privately. He had two guys who were Christians from the Department of Defense, and they claimed that they were witnessing satanic rituals taking place in government facilities in order to make contact with the alien entities. And they painted pictures very vividly, Jim, explaining that even blood sacrifice was taking place. They hinted at blood sacrifice taking place inside of facilities that were paid for by our tax dollars. Yeah, I have, I have heard this before, and um, one of the reasons I think that the deep state, and I know they laugh at us when we say deep state, but these, I really believe that there is such an evil presence in Washington, D.C., and I know you got into this in your last DVD. I think this is the war that's going on between Trump and the, the insiders there. It is, a, it is a spiritual war that's going on, and he's not someone that uh, came in and was part of the club. And I wonder how much he has now learned and may be ready to uncover here very, very shortly. Uh, but I know you got into this more in your last uh, video as well. Tell me about this Collins Elite. Um, I've never heard of this uh, organization. This is not an official group, but it's sort of a an unofficial group inside the federal government. Is this like a cabal, or is this? Are we talking about the deep state, or is it something much more specific than that? Uh, I'll just go ahead and I'm going to give you some specifics here. Um, some people who have already seen Belly of the Beast, the last film that we did, uh, will remember that we talked about a ritual that was taking place in the late 40s with Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard. Now, they were, they were trying to produce this, uh, this moon child. You know, what Aleister Crowley called the moon child, uh, the whore of Babylon. Uh, there, there was a lot of very strange things that they were invoking out in the desert in the late 40s. Now, what happened was they finally made contact. They finally were successful in their rituals. And all of a sudden, there was a massive influx of alien and UFO demonic activity taking place. The government had to respond somehow. Because when, when all this stuff is taking place publicly and, and, and people are seeing it and witnessing it, the government has to make some kind of statement, and they have to get their fingers in to, to see what's happening. So they created a group known as the Collins Elite, and uh, this is not based on the Collins family. Uh, there, you know, there, there's a Collins family in the elites. This has no connection there. Uh, but the Collins elite was a group who were hired and set up. They were a limited access program from my understanding. Uh, and, and listen, a limited access program does not exist. Matter of fact, Congress doesn't even have to know about it. So let that sink in for a second. Uh, the Collins Elite, it's a non-existent group, and they were created to get answers for the government at the highest levels about what actually happened in the desert with the Babylon working. You know, why are these aliens showing up? Why are we seeing UFOs? Why are we seeing shadow creatures? Why is all this happening in this short window of time? And it seemed to also be happening, Jim, uh, locationally. It, it seemed like uh, – I mean, granted, there, was, there were things taking place all over the globe at that time. But there was a lot of stuff happening out in the desert in California. And so what we find out was the Collins elite made contact with these entities by engaging in occult sciences. 
And we actually uh, do a, a breakdown of this type of activity in our first film, The Hollow Earth Chronicles. Maybe we can come on to talk about that. The Hollow Earth film would absolutely blow y'all's minds. Uh, it's, uh, it's getting in. Our films kind of track in order. Uh, we we, we kind of have been on this trail that it's just it, more keeps getting unfolded, and it's all prophetic. But what happened yeah, you was, and I, we've never talked about the Hollow Earth. That is that does that video come before the Belly of the Beast? Hollow Earth came first, and then Belly of the Beast, and then Higher Entities. Uh, and we currently, at fourthwatchfilms.com, we have a double feature, uh, a promo pack, where you can get the double feature of both Higher Entities and Hollow Earth Chronicles. You can get it uh, for, I believe it's like 20, 20 or 25% off right now, uh, plus you don't have to pay the double shipping. But anyway, um, we can talk about that some other time. I really want to give yeah. you as much information as I can about, about the Collins Elite. Uh, I'm all sure. about the information. You know, I want people this, – this is ministry at the end of the day. We do this because people need to know the information. Whether they buy the film or not, we want to give away as much information as we can. And the Collins elite, they started to engage in what we would only call black magic. They were doing their homework. They were learning how cultures uh, you know, in the past had made contact with entities. And so they're now engaging in what we would call black magic rituals. And they were even doing uh, different types of projects, kind of like putting people in these psychic chairs. Uh, we have some very strange testimonies in the film uh, that just it gets into what they were actually doing. And, and these types of things were going on for years, Jim. Uh, they continued these things, but they made contact through various rituals, and they were being kind of baited by these entities. And it went on for so long, and then several people in the group started to feel a conviction because it went against their Christian faith. They, they started to learn about the rituals, and they learned about the means by which the government was making contact with these entities. And so they instantly felt a conflict in their spirit because it went against their Christian worldview. And you know, the, the Christian worldview back in the, in the late 40s, early 50s, it was not quite the same as it is today. Like we know about the supernatural so much more now, but back then uh, Christianity was still kind of rationalizing the supernatural, uh, at least you know by majority. And so they started to ask questions, and they started to kind of rebel against the Collins elite. I'm sorry, they, they started to rebel against uh, you know the main group that they were a part of. So you had the you had the, the main group that was doing this, and then you had this little uh, what they call a, a spinoff group. And the spinoff group comes out and says, you know what, this stuff is probably dangerous. I feel like we've crossed some lines. You know, the ethics has just dissolved. And they got very concerned that what was taking place was very demonic and very dangerous. And they came up with a solution in their mind. Um, and this isn't going to make a whole lot of sense uh, to some people, and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but they came up with a solution of creating a, uh, a theocracy in America that we needed to set up a theocracy and that we needed to go back under the law of Moses. Now, this is going to blow somebody's mind because why in the world would creating a theocracy and going back under the law of Moses, why, how would that protect us from these entities when the government is already working with the entities? You know, the government's already getting technology from the alien entities. They believe that they're aliens. But I want to I just kind of jump to one other little nugget here on the side. We have uh, an FBI document, and uh, it's uh, – was it 6751? Uh, FBI document, I believe it's 6751, and we have copies of this declassified document. And it specifically said that these entities were not extraterrestrial. Uh, this is a document from the 40s, 
And FBI thought it was so serious that they classified it and that they forwarded it. We actually have a list of who all it went out to. They thought it was so uh, so severe in its nature that they wanted to get it out and keep it completely covered up uh, from the public. And they said that these entities that they were in communication with, these higher entities, that they were actually interdimensional beings and that they were not extraterrestrial. They were not from outer space, but they were actually from other dimensions. Now – Wow, We've that's from the 1940s, uh, and, and what you're saying right now is giving me chills because I can tell you that in, in the last few weeks, just in watching my news feeds that I subscribe to, I'm hearing more and more about exorcisms and demons in mainstream uh, media. I'm hearing more and more about UFOs, and I, everybody in the UFO world has been talking about quote-unquote disclosure when is the government going to admit all this is happening publicly and then we have the navy basically came out and and said that but but nobody it was not like a major headline but when the navy comes out and says oh yeah this is happening and we can't explain it and we're going to now start tracking this these these events because we're so concerned about it it was sort of like you know uh, the the 10th leading story for the day, you know, below the Kardashians latest uh, outfits or something, you know, silly like that. But, uh, and, and I know we just had Halloween and I'm hearing more and more people using Ouija boards and this whole, sp- I mean, we're, we're, we're like really moving fast towards something. We are. And, you know, it's funny because uh, we've been, we've been warned about this in, in several different facets, but years ago, Alistair Crowley is, is on record is saying that, you know, today we call them alien. I'm sorry. Today we call them angels and demons, but you know, tomorrow they're going to call them something else. And, and that's kind of chillingly prophetic because, you know, back in the day, they were only known as the gods. They were only known as angels or, or, or demons. Like they didn't call them anything else. They, the people knew what they were. But nowadays, they're masquerading around as aliens, and, and the story changes just like the way that the spaceships changed. We've got stories of spaceships that used to look more like, uh, you know, steampunk and, and like old blimps, and now the spaceships look like high tech. I mean, throughout cultures, the spaceships have been seen differently because the higher entities are smart. They've got an agenda, and they've got a plan on how to get that agenda to work. And look, they've been planning this since, you know, Genesis chapter three. (laughs) That's my belief at least. Um, But the other thing is we know that in the book of Acts, that uh, Acts chapter two, that was officially the beginning of the end times. That is when the prophecies of the prophet Joel began to be fulfilled. And so we know that we've been living in the last days for a good 2000 plus years, according to the New Testament. And so to think that they've had 2000 years of last days plotting and toiling and I mean, you know, we got to be getting close, Jim, but that's why we are the guys that are sounding the alarms because we see an element of spiritual warfare that the church tends to overlook, and that is the alien agenda. If we can't dissect this with an open mind and see what the scripture teaches, um, and not just the scripture, but going and seeing what history and what the cultures around the world teach, um, and then take the biblical view of it all, uh, if we can't do that, we're going to be extremely lost in the days to come because, yeah, you know, this. this- this is what L.A. Marzulli talks about, the, you know, the great deception. And, and it's, it's so interesting what you're saying, because in science fiction, in the science fiction realm, you know, people that are Star Trek fans or whatever your franchise is, folks that you follow, you, you see this idea of like there are advanced 
beings. They're they're kind of like us. Maybe they'll look a little bit different, but they'll come from another you know planet somewhere, and they'll get here and they'll share with us all of their technology. And we're thinking that of that in sort of one dimension. But then when what you said a few minutes ago is is no 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 it's it's not that we're talking about spiritual beings. We're talking about the dark arts and the occult and these kinds of uh, rituals that are taking place to summon these entities. Um, This is not uh, Captain Kirk coming in on the Star Trek Enterprise. This is uh, demonic. These are demonic forces and, and publicly they will make, they will make themselves appear to be what we think of as alien visitors from our science fiction movies. But these are demons. Is that right? That's exactly right. We're dealing with demons. We're dealing with devils. Uh, I believe we're actually dealing with some of the what the Book of Enoch calls the earth spirits, which in, you know, in, in modern Christianity, we would call those the demons. They're the lower entities. They're the ones who are the disembodied souls of the Nephilim, which I do believe the Nephilim are the offspring. But again, forget terminology here for a minute. Uh, and just understand that there are the higher entities, which are the fallen angels, and then the, the offspring that they created, their hybrid entities. Those are the demons. Those are the lower, the little imps uh, that have to possess some type of a vessel, and they are under strict orders. They call them familiar spirits in some parts of the world. They're very familiar with people. They cause people uh, – they bring the temptations on people. And even in the occult world, uh, the occult world will tell you you've got to be really careful playing with the Ouija board. Uh, you mentioned that you know with Halloween and people playing the Ouija boards. Um, what's interesting is that it's all part of the same deception. It's just a different type of phone number to call them. You know, I mean, look, you can paint a picture on a canvas. You can paint a picture on wood, on paper. You know, you can have a different format of painting your pictures, but at the end of the day, it's still a painting and it's still a picture. And so people are contacting these things with, with spirit boards, with uh, you know, different types of uh, even digital apps on their phones. I've heard some horror stories of people who mm. are de- just demonically oppressed because they're playing with a spirit box on their phone. Um, but yeah, I think it's very important to note that this is not just going on with the public. This is going on with the different branches of the military. This is going on with high levels of government. Uh, so, I mean, secret groups that don't exist. And that's one of the things we really wanted to do with this film is we wanted to let you follow me around. My team and I went around and we talked to people about these secret groups that don't exist. And we, and look, the film has everything. I mean, it's got, it's got Collins elite. It's got these secret groups. It's got, we've got people who are surviving, who have spoken with some of these members of these, uh, these clandestine groups. Uh, we've got Tom Horn giving personal testimonies of murder in his own family because he has a family member uh, who's now dead uh, who worked at Los Alamos, a secret, you know, what people call an alien base. Uh, Tom Horn, for the first time ever, has given public record of some of his very personal stories in his family. Uh, you know, he's got stories of gray aliens appearing to his, his sister and tormenting her, and then how that continued generation after generation. I think for three generations in the family, uh, there are two generations in the family. It was her, her daughter, uh, and possibly uh, – start. I, I don't remember if, if it was the granddaughter too, but he, he's got all these crazy stories that he experienced growing up. You know, people don't realize that Tom Horn has such a history with this type of stuff because he told his sister that he wouldn't talk about it until a certain point in his life. 
she didn't want the story to get out, you know, and her husband murdered by Los Alamos disappeared. There's no body. They can't hmm. even present a body. And so she's having problems getting his, uh, his social security, you know, getting his, his benefits. And the federal government says, well, if there's no body, we can't give a death certificate. And if there's no death certificate, then you can't get any benefits from his death. And so I mean, it, it's just, it's conspiracy. And so many people in the government at different levels don't realize how far up it goes when you're dealing with demonic forces and alien entities. Do you think that the president, when you're, do you think Trump, for example, do you think he probably knows about at least some of this? You know, I would say based on his elite status, because Trump is an elite. He, you know, he's a self-made elitist. You know, I mean, he, he's made good business choices. Uh, whether people like Trump or not, we can't deny the fact that he has really worked his butt off and that he knows how to run businesses. And based on his status in the world with finances and his connections that he's made, I imagine he probably already has a little bit of knowledge on this. Well, the reason um, I ask you that is he's become very spiritual since he's become the president. You know, he no doubt was sort of a playboy, you know, wasn't faithful in his marriages. I think he was married three times and had, I don't know how many uh, affairs and all that, but that was sort of his, you know, that's who he was. And now he's got people coming into the White House praying for him. And he, he you know, he's acting like somebody who is, who, who is tapped into this notion that there is a spiritual battle going on. And he wants protection, and he wants to be on the right side of all this. Well, I can't really speak too much uh, on that note about Trump's faith. Uh, but what I can tell you is this: uh, the two candidates that were, you know, neck and neck, they say, for this last election, you know, Hillary and Trump. Um, during the election, Hillary promised disclosure. You know, she says that she was going to open the X files per se if she won. Mm. And you know, Trump has made some statements as well about. UFO type stuff. Uh, he, I, I don't know to what degree he spoke it into, uh, but I do know that with him talking about Space Force and, and some of the, you know, I mean, goodness, Space Force in and of itself, I think that's a little bit of a clue that he probably knows something is going on uh, in the heavens. And, and let's be clear about this. You know, we are living inside of a system that God created for us. You know, there are fallen beings that are inside of the system too because they chose to rebel against God. And so until the fullness of, of prophecy, until everything comes to that halt, you know, when there's uh, what, we, you know, what we call that, that final battle, you know, when, when judgment gets brought to the wicked, at that point, I mean, up until that point, we are all living in this, this uh, if you just want to call it like a simulation. You know, it's, that's what we're, we're, the Bible says we're sojourners, we're travelers. You know, we are not citizens of earth. We are heavenly citizens. Uh, we are passing through this particular dispensation or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm not a dispensationalist, but I'll use that term by definition. Um, we are just passing through this place. And so we know that the fallen angels, their biggest goal is to steer people away from Jesus Christ. Their goal is to try to make people realize that this simulation is all there is, that this is it. You know, when you die, you die. You better build up your riches now. And, you know, I think that's the biggest deception by these fallen angels is they want people to do anything except for Jesus. That's the end game. If they could just get people to believe anything in the world except for Jesus Christ, and they're getting to the point now where they're able to deceive people who claim to believe in Jesus, you know, people who have professed Christ, they're able to deceive those people by spiritual means. 
And this is where the aliens come into play. This is where demons come into play. Because when somebody has a spiritual experience, you can't convince them that it was not real. I mean, it's like it's their personal experience, and they had it. So, you know, me trying to tell them it was demonic is probably not going to do very well for them. They're going to accept it because they experienced it, and it made them feel a certain way. And this is how you know demons work. They'll they'll appear as somebody's grandmother who who, who you know who's deceased or a brother or some loved one or, or however you want to look at it. A demon can appear and manifest as different things. And I think that just like that, the fallen angels can do the same. The cultures of the ancient world have written about these entities when they enter into our dimension. They have what's called a changeling quality. This means they can take on a specific form when they enter into our reality. And in doing this, we have, you know, in, in old cultures, we have stories of leprechauns, of fairies, of, you know, all these different creatures that in reality, if there's any truth to them, it was nothing more than a demon taken on a certain form. That's my belief as I've studied history. You know, I've been studying this stuff since about 2003, and I find the common denominators that it all points people away from Jesus and it deceives people in every culture of the world. And the uh, the videos that you do are so well done, uh, just the quality of it. Uh, in, in the trailer, which, folks, you can find the trailer if you go to uh, – just do a Google search for uh, the, the name of the movie, which is Higher Entities, The Lost Tapes, and you can see this. I have to ask you one insider, uh, if you can give me an insider tip. Your outside audio – I mentioned this to you the last time – I have never seen – a television show, a movie, a documentary that has such good outside audio. You're, you're shooting outside, and it sounds like these guys are on studio mics inside of a, a room, and they're like outside in the elements with the wind and everything else. How do you do that? Is there a special mic that you use to do that? No, you can, you can get the same results with a lot of different types of microphones. Uh, you know, the, the, the tip I would say is you want to you wanna put a good wind filter on there. You know, you want, you want what looks like a big Russian uh, fur hat that goes over the oh, microphone. Yeah. That's important. But the other part of it, uh, if you knew how much time we spent um, mastering audio. See, yeah, part, of my, part of my major, I went to film school. Part of my major was audio production. And so uh, whatever we get recorded, we always take it and we master it. We have a, a full-blown okay. – uh, you know, it's a dubbing studio audio. Yeah, so, I have know, a I have start. a full studio here in my house, which I've been using for radio for years. And then when we go into post production, there's all these, uh, you know, um, special uh, subtraction noise removal tools, and I don't know how to use half of it. <laughs> That's the problem it's really uh, not with fun. me. Yeah, I can tell you but that. But the quality, the quality process. of everything is <laughs> is so good. I have to tell people. I mean, it is. What you're able to do, it is like a motion picture that you would see on a big screen. Have any of your movies ever come out at a theater on a big screen? They have not as of now. Tom Horn did want to put Belly of the Beast in theaters. I did not think it was a good idea because it's already put us on a watch list. Uh, let alone, I mean, we, we, you know, we suffered some, some, some you know, backhanded threats while we were in Washington, D.C., um, but let me let me just say one thing really fast. Uh, people can watch the trailer by just going to fourthwatchfilms.com. It's all spelled out, F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-T-C-H-F-I-L-M-S. That's fourthwatchfilms.com. Anyway, I just want people to know that's the place they can go to watch the trailer in high okay. quality. Um, 
and and, and, and you said there was some can, kind of a, a package deal because I know a lot of people. We have a lot a large listening audience that are live, but this goes out you know on all the platforms now, and it'll be on you know thousands of people downloading it here in the next few days. People are going to want to get the materials. You said there was um, a better way to go, like a package deal. Tell us more about that. Oh, thanks, Jim. We have a couple options. Uh, right at the top of our website, there's the Fall Brothers double feature, and you can get both DVDs uh, shipped out. Uh, I believe it's like 20 or 25% off. You don't need a promo code. We've got it set up as a promo through the site right now. Um, and then if you just scroll down the page, uh, you, if you want to watch the movies immediately, uh, you can go and, and, and directly purchase them on Vimeo.com, and, and it's right there on our website, fourthwatchfilms.com. Uh, and the, the front page, it has everything. It's got the DVD double feature. It's got higher entities and Hollow Earth uh, and all the links. It's very easy to use. Um, but I, I want to add something about higher entities if I can. Sure. Stan, you know, we, we had the, the honor of working with Stan Deo. And uh, Stan De- for people who don't know Stan Deo, um, you know, Tom Horn told me that he says, you know, he's been Stan with Deo- us before our audience knows Stan. Yeah. Brilliant man. Yeah. Tom told us that he says, you know, some of the stuff that Stan says, it just seems so far out there that the average person can't wrap their head around it. He said, but let me tell you something. He said, I had a newspaper article of Stan Deo from the UK. Stan Deo was on the front page of a newspaper with a whole bunch of other uh, well-known physicists and scientists. And they're right there on the front page of this paper talking about they're working on anti-gravity craft for the government. And this is in the UK. And so Stan was working with a, a group of people from the UK, I believe, and Australia on a, a joint, uh, like a, an anti-gravity task force, if you want to call it that. I'm, I'm making my own words up right now because he didn't call it a task force, but that's what it sounded like. Uh, they were working in deep underground bases in Australia, and their program got halted at the drop of a dime. And he tells about the story, a little bit of the, the personal details and about some of the entities that he was aware of while he was hmm. in the service. Uh, but we also have Darren Geisinger. Uh, Darren is the correspondent. Uh, you know, he puts together the True Legends Conference for Steve Quell every year, and uh, he's written a book on the Collins Elite. And uh, it's a fictional story, but it's based on nonfiction. And uh, Darren is one of the most uh, just articulate researchers that I know. He's in the film giving personal accounts. And uh, we got Tom Horn, Ray Boucher, Derek Gilbert doing some breakdown of the old world and their perspective and how it connects. Uh, Derek Gilbert, love him to death. Uh, but we, you know, Chad. Yeah, Riley he's been with is, us uh, several times as well. Great guy. How, how much time do we have left? Because if if we have time, I want to tell a story about Chad Riley yeah. and the guy that backed out. We can go like another ten minutes or so if you want to do that. Awesome. So Chad Riley, he's our he's our co-producer. Uh, matter of fact, Chad's been with us since the beginning, and uh, he's at, he's out there in Texas, but he always comes up to work on projects with us. And uh, he co-produced Hollow Earth Chronicles as well. But uh, Chad Riley had a personal contact with a, a, a guy who was retired, and uh, his name is Greg Renrich. And Greg Renrich was going to come on the film. Now, he's been uh, – he's got super high security clearance. The guy has been through some major, uh, major scrutiny to get where he is. And uh, the, the guy has clearance at, like, Groom Lake. Uh, goodness, I, I mean, we're talking, like, major what, – what the, uh, the conspiracy theorists call alien bases. Uh, anyway, long story short, everything's set up. Greg Renrich is supposed to come on and, and give us an interview. We're going to drive out and film him. Well, he decides to back out, and you know this is the guy who was – he's got testimonies of being inside of these deep underground military bases uh, where you have to sign an affidavit 
to not even – this sounds crazy, but he says you got to sign an affidavit. You can't even use the name Jesus as a cuss word when you're down on these levels. Hmm. He says they're working alongside of these entities. Like it's, it's, a, it's an underground government base, and, and this goes right in line with what Stan Deo said was going on in Australia. Stan said that they were working that, – that some of the people he worked with were working hand-in-hand hand with entities, with what they were calling you know, the others or them. And so anyway, Greg Renrich backs out, won't do our film, says that he's out walking on his ranch, and he and his wife start getting really ill. And so I had to get an update. We, we do a whole segment in the film on this, the update, the Greg Renrich update uh, about everything that took place. Uh, we believe they were under biological attack by certain elements inside the federal government who don't want him to talk anymore. And so last minute he backs out, says he can't do the interview, uh, and that his wife is deathly ill. And they had some type of a green slimy residue on the back of their neck when they were out walking on their own property. So there, there's a whole lot of conspiracy, and, and the cool thing about higher entities is that we, we did it with kind of an, uh, like a retro fill. Like when you watch it, it's like you're watching a, an 80s movie, and uh, we did it that way intentionally because the 80s was kind of like the time when all of this stuff was considered science fiction, and now it's – modern events i mean it, it, it's 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 like the latest news <laughs> and so we yeah. kind of went with an 80s you know 80s retro fill and and when you look at the cover you can tell it's like wow that looks like an 80s vhs from back in the day but uh we uh we put a lot but of i love how you do i love i love how you do where like you're in the car and you're kind of filming you know it's like you feel like at least from the trailer i, I feel like i'm on the journey with you that that's sort of the perspective of the lens and i don't know if that was intended or not but it kind of it draws you in like you're part of the the investigation and all these big names uh it's it's really fascinating and it'll move quickly and this is a a great uh dvd to get uh you'll watch it then maybe you'll loan it to some friends maybe even your church can uh work something out is there a, a fee for a church to be able to show this like in a in a fellowship hall or anything like that as a matter of fact, a lot of people are showing these in churches. Every, I mean, Baptist churches, Lutheran churches. I mean, it's crazy the emails I'm getting. Uh, we don't do licensing like that. If, if somebody wants to show it in the church, show it in the church. Show it at home. Show it wherever you want to go. We just want the information to get out. Uh, you know, we, we have to sell the DVDs because it costs a lot of money to make the films. But outside of that, I mean, it's all about ministry. And if, if you want to show it at your church, you don't need any type of permission. You can show it anywhere you want to show it. Very good. And uh, tell us the website one more time. It is fourthwatchfilms.com. And uh, that's F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-T-C-H-F-I-L-M-S.com, fourthwatchfilms.com. And uh, right there, you're going to have access to uh, two of our projects, and uh, the, the, ho- the Hollow Earth and the Higher Entities. Trailers are both there and links. But uh, it's, it's a fascinating journey, and like you said, that uh, the way we shot this film is you're joining us on the journey. You're, you're part of the investigation side by side from the beginning to the end. And lastly, for people that want to follow you, do you, what else do you do? Are you just doing the movies full-time? I say just as if that's not enough to keep you busy. <laughs> do you have other things that you do? Do you have a podcast? Are you doing any um, you know, live? I, I know you're connected with Skywatch TV, so are you on Skywatch TV with your own show for people that want to kind of tap more into you through any of that or also social media? 
I, I started the Fourth Watch Radio Network back in 2014, and uh, it's grown quite a bit. And uh, people can follow that if they want to go to fourthwatchradio.com, uh, all spelled out. Uh, or you can go to YouTube. If you just uh, Google – I'm sorry, if you YouTube my name, Justin with an E, J-U-S-T-E-N-F-A-U-L-L, uh, you'll find my channel, and you can, you can open up my channel on YouTube. I've got tons of in-depth teachings on the paranormal, end times, prophecy topics, uh, all with a biblical perspective. Uh, we also do stuff where we cover uh, certain topics that the church needs to be aware of, you know, certain deceptions and false movements that that's, have crept into the church. Um, a lot of the same kind of stuff Skywatch does, uh, but I, I do have two guys that teach regularly on the uh, on the podcast network, and uh, I you know I do podcasts when I can, and uh, hopefully my brother Wes and I are going to be doing uh, getting back to doing regular podcasts here soon. Very good, very good. So uh, we want to recommend the video and also uh, invite you to come back. I'll tell my producer to try to work something out to have you come back and talk about the, the hollow earth. That's always something I've been uh, fascinated with. I didn't know that you that was part of what you were doing, but uh, that sounds very interesting as well. Justin Fall, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Jim, thank you so much. God bless you guys. All right, God bless you, and uh, boy, what a fascinating young guy. Uh, interesting, interesting information. I want to say this before we close it out. I know some of this sounds a little bit like, really, you know, you're talking about aliens and demons and all of this. Don't dismiss it until you look into it. Uh, we have had many, many very intelligent uh, believers that are uh, people who know their Bible, who are not just kooks that are coming up with this information. This is uh, legitimate uh, information, and it is Bible-based. And I encourage you, before you dismiss it, maybe you've never heard this before. They're not talking about this in your church. So your view is, well, maybe this is just you know not for you. But I believe, as our guest tonight has shared, Justin, as well as Ellie Marzulli and others we've had on, Derek Gilbert and others, that there will be a deception in the end times. The Bible says that there will be a great falling away, that, that many, in, in essence, most of the church, most of the believers today will be deceived and will fall away from Christ. How could that happen? Well, this, this idea of aliens coming to uh, demons presenting themselves as aliens, as an advanced race, that they come here, they present themselves to us as aliens, as an advanced race, and the idea is that they then tell us there is no God, and we were seated here, and people lose their faith. I absolutely believe it can happen. It sounds to me like the only thing that could possibly happen that would cause so many people to leave their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, our churches aren't talking about this. I get it because pastors are kind of afraid to go there. <laughs> I get that. But man, you know, the only way, as L.A. Marzulli said, the only way to really deal with this is to deal with it in advance. You can't, you're not going to have a chance. Once people are convinced by these beings there's not going to be a way to unconvince them. The only antidote to this is to get this information out beforehand. 
And that's what people like Justin Fall are doing, L.A. Marzulli, Derek Gilbert, and many of our other great guests. So before you think I'm nuts, uh, look into this. Get the video. Check this out. I think there is a lot here and uh, certainly will play a big part in end times prophecy, the whole issue of, of, of UFOs, so-called UFOs, which, as I have said many times, I don't believe these are advanced beings from another planet, another universe. I believe they are uh, from uh, another dimension. And these are demonic forces. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us again. If you want to stay in touch, the website is christianmoney.com. The email, jim at christianmoney.com. Follow me on social media, Facebook, James L. Paris, at James L. Paris on Twitter. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. We'll talk to you next time. So long, everybody.